You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. The 1 o'clock hour is upon us. Bottom of the hour there shortly thereafter. Bama Bob will chime on in more on the college football playoff. We'll preview a couple of games uh, in college football. Uh, no show on Friday because of the uh, high school football championship day uh, up at the Unidome. Trent will be there uh, with the call of the 1A game. Van Meter, Iowa City, Regina. And then, of course, the 4A game, Dowling Catholic in the spotlight. And that game will be at 7 o'clock. And both of those games can be hear, heard here uh, on 1700 KBGG that will uh, preempt us for Friday uh, only. So we'll squeeze in a lot of stuff tomorrow, Trent, a lot of NFL stuff. Have mm-hmm. you, as bad as last week was in the NFL, have you had any time, and I know you're busy. Just a um, little bit. Yeah, I know you got to, you're wearing a lot of hats. I, I tip my cap to you. I really do. Um, young guy. I'm not that young anymore, though. No, I know, but uh, <laughs> of the two of us in this room, you're, you, uh, you're getting after it. I'm glad that you are. So anyways, my question is, my point is, have you had a chance to look at week number 11 uh, in the NFL? There are some great games this week. Well, And I think Thursday night's going to be fun. I agree with you wholeheartedly. For once, we get something yep. interesting. Do you believe Tennessee? A little. A little more. I like more... Mariota a lot. Yes. And I that's, like that's where I am, right there with you, is with Mariota. When he's healthy, when he's right, mm-hmm. decent offensive line. They're trying to put skill guys around him. You know, it'd be nice to see Corey Brown healthy. Yeah. See if he could actually do so. <laughs> I mean, taking a Western Michigan receiver at six overall, it's still. Yeah, but he can fly. He can. But, but that's an Al Davis move, I guess. It, I, yeah, yeah. That's, I understand where you're coming from. It's, it's a risky proposition at that point. It just seemed like they still had more needs at that mm-hmm. spot because they're close. And mm-hmm. you could tell last year that they were close. They were one of those. They were a Vegas team. All oh, the Sharps yeah, love Tennessee and Futures yep. this summer. And I wasn't buying it at that point. But since Marriott come back, they're finding ways to win. They beat your Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> and, uh, I'm rooting for the Bengals this week. You know who they've got this week? Denver? The Denver Broncos. Oh, so you're, you're out. Oh, completely out. 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 It's all about April. You will be upset if the Broncos win. Yes. Not uh, upset. But I'm. If they tank, if they don't win it, they're no. They're going nowhere. They're, you may as well rebuild, right? Right. Yeah. At this point, is a perfect case scenario. Paxton Lynch, wh- where is he? Mel Carton. It's, it's it's starting to look like that. Play the kid for crying right. out loud. Osweiler's not the guy. You invested a late first round pick you on did. him. Give you him did. a shot. You're not going anywhere with Trevor nowhere. Simeon or nowhere. certainly Brock Osweiler. So see what you've got because mm-hmm. in all likelihood, if Denver continues to go down the, the play the way they are, and I don't think there's any getting out of this, no. they're going to get an opportunity to draft a Darnold or you know pick your quarterback because they're going to be in top eight. So I've told you before, I, I really enjoy listening to Mike Lombardi, former NFL GM, Yes, and was listening to him this morning. He was uh, talking about the Broncos situation, mm-hmm. and Vance Joseph losing his job after I year hope, one. You know what? I could see that. They just don't play for him. But, and and a, smart organizations will do If they see right away that it's not working, Cut you pull the, pull the plug. Yeah. Or you end up with Ben McAdoo right. going through this year. I mean, it, but it makes complete sense, right? It does, because you know who's starting to take some heat? And I, I'm shocked at this. I don't think there's anything he could have done that the city would ever turn against the chosen one. I mean, look at John Elway walks on water in that city. He, as he should. As, look what he did for that community, yeah. right? I mean, 
every car dealership, all the restaurants, all the stuff that he has his name on. But look at at the end of the day, Denver Bronco football is bigger than John Elway. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever, I think as a fan, I'm starting to realize that now when he's, you know, uh, the focus of the, the he's got the arrows pointed at him. That just goes to show you. And if. You know, Vance Joseph's not the guy. He's got to realize that, and he can maybe win some of those fans back. The McBlunder era, I think we're living through that again as Bronco fans. The Josh McDaniels era, yeah. um, it's just a disaster. But, you know, back to this week in football. The mm-hmm. Tennessee-Pittsburgh game tomorrow night is outstanding. Thank uh, goodness. Yes, thank good. The Rams and the Vikings is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Washington and New Orleans. Washington has to win. New Orleans is one of those teams that's stuck up on some people. Um, New England and Oakland games in Mexico City as Teca Stadium, and then Sunday Night Football. Look, if the Cowboys are going to, well, Trent, the way the wild card's setting up right now, the Cowboys are anything but a cinch. Oh yeah, that they're going to get that 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 safety net's going to be there for the runner up in the NFC East. If they have any hopes of catching the Eagles, they better win this week, right? And then Monday Night Atlanta Seattle, one of the better Monday Night games. That we've seen all season long. That is a juicy, juicy game. So week number eleven, as bad as it's been, you know, maybe just maybe the NFL will rule the weekend. Finally, because college football, as we've said, not that it's not that shiny this week. I, if I had to mark them up against each other over, well, I guess it'd be ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Probably be eight to two in I favor would say of that, the college. That was slate. The first number that parked in, popped into my head. Best case scenario for the NFL: seven three. There's been some ugly, ugly yeah, slates, and terrible. this one's good. I mean, Chargers. Uh, Hosting Buffalo, that has implications of the AFC. What they're they're even under the radar games. That don't matter here, right? No but matter Rivers, for the well. No Tyrod Taylor, yeah. Quarterback matchup kind of takes a hit. It does, but it matters. Yeah. It matters because take a look at that AFC wild card. If it's not going to be, let me get in front of me. Hang on a second. Your oh, top six. So your top six are division leaders: Pittsburgh, New England, mm-hmm. Kansas City, Tennessee, Jacksonville yep. at the five spot. Mm-hmm. And if There's it isn't Buffalo... Bills. There's your Bills. I mean, the Bills that you pointed out. Who who do you like, though, out of this group? For the sixth spot, Buffalo, who has a game lead yeah. over Baltimore, Oakland, mm-hmm. Miami, the Jets. <sighs> you got to pick one because one's going to make it. Yeah, you got to use it. It's a good point. Who, what Maybe is Cincinnati isn't out of it. Yeah. Well, if they win this week. <laughs> right, right. Um... The Chargers aren't out of it. Who is the six? See, I keep waiting for the Chargers. Trent, I've never seen an organization. We <laughs> talked about this on Monday. Not only this year, but year after. It doesn't matter what city that they call home. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a team find ways to lose football games, to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory <laughs> more than this Chargers group has done over their history, quite frankly. Certainly the recent history. It's week after week they find a way to lose. That three and six could Easily be reversed. Easily be flip flopped. Yes, at six and three. Week and one against Denver, they had him had him beat, and then at least had him tied. And we, the, the following week, another missed field goal. Kansas City, they were in that game mm-hmm. in week three. Zero and four, they lose by two to lost, Philly. Lost in overtime last week against Jacksonville. There's been others in there that these they lost, lost at New England twenty one thirteen. They were in that good game. Football game. I remember that game. <laughs> They're Maybe that's the team. Let's see what the Chargers I've said have. All year up. long, they're the second best team in the division, yeah. and they keep finding ways to to lose games. All right? They beat Buffalo this week. Then let's say that. Yeah. They find a way to win. That's four, four and six. Okay. At Dallas. Dallas. Mm. Right. They get Cleveland after that. There's a win. That's five. They get the Redskins coming cross country. Tough game. 
Then they go to Kansas City. That's yeah. huge. At but the they Jets. always play the Chiefs tough. They do. At the Jets. Yeah, which winnable game. Jets might still be in this Jets thing. Jets are uh, maybe. And yeah. then they get the Raiders at home. Who's not out of it yet. No. We could see again. An eight and eight team. I was going to say nine and seven. I think nine and the seven goal locks is nine it. and seven to lock yourself yep. in. Don't you think? If any of those teams go nine and seven, I I think only one could. Baltimore. I'm still not buying. No, it. I don't either. That offensive line is decimated. Oakland offensive line has fallen apart. You would have told mm-hmm. me that before the year. Yeah, I didn't like Oakland as much as I many. Was, but I thought it was Dallas and Oakland had the two best offensive yeah. lines in football. And, and look at what's happened to those offensive yeah. lines. Mm-hmm. And the step back, Miami. I heard we get to get Miami again in primetime coming up in a week or two. Yeah, somebody told me that. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Just it's NFL all... knock it now, off. Now, is it a Thursday? Hopefully. Let's bring up the Jets schedule here. No, the Dolphins. Our Dolphins, yeah. Uh, it is Monday night football against New mm. England, week 14. Yeah. Divisional match. I guess I kind of get that. Get your tickets now. Game is where? In in Miami? I just clicked off. I think it. it is. It's in Miami. I'm sure it's in Miami. It is, yep. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, Scott Dockerman, he's not in Miami. Uh, he was in Iowa City yesterday. I know that for a fact. Doc will join us next. Uh, by the way, his piece today um, on Land of Ten, or one of his pieces, big-ass turkey legs. Oh, they're so good. Now, they must be because he devoted an entire uh, an entire column to a food item that you get on your way into Kinnick Stadium. Are they that good? They're really good, but my... One of my first memories going to the games with my uncle back in the day, North End Zone, top row, standing up there, was walking down Melrose before the game, mm-hmm. and a guy, and he could hear him bellering from blocks away. Now, he no longer owns the company. Oh, really? He sold it to a guy that doesn't beller anymore. No more beller. No, he's out of that. He's changed He's he's changed the way they do business. He said, they're still selling as many turkey legs, yeah. but they're not interrupting people's peace and quiet. If there is such a thing as you're walking to a football game, which there really isn't. Not on Melrose. No, no. no. But he's, he's not a guy that he's not a yeller and a screamer. He sold the business. How much are they? Do you know? Seven bucks, something like that. They're then they're big. They're they'll fill you up, mm-hmm. like the ones you'd get at the state fair. Yep, yep, exactly like that. So I don't walk, think I've ever had one. Walking out, you know, you hadn't been drinking, or maybe just sipped a cocktail you snuck in. I was going to say you hadn't been drinking. Oh, well, walking you, out after the game, and that's the time. Two thirty game, early evening. Grab that big hunk of meat, mm-hmm. just gnawing out on the way back to the tailgate. Oh, nothing better. Mm-hmm. Big ass turkey leg. Well, uh, Doc wrote a devoted a column to it today at Land of Ten. We'll talk to him about that and the Hawks, football and basketball wise. When Trent and I continue, it's the Ken Miller Show. Bama Bob still to come. We're on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Are you ready to throw the cigarettes away and make the switch? Look no further. Central Iowa Vapors has you covered. Every single one of our employees has once been in your shoes. Central Iowa Vapors is running a huge Black Friday sale with unbelievably low prices and amazing doorbusters. Stop by Central Iowa Vapors on Black Friday at 9 a.m. to throw the cigarettes away and make the switch for as low as $15.95. Central Iowa Vapors proudly serves Iowa with eight convenient locations. Visit iowaesigs.com for location details and always remember... 
It's not smoke, it's vapor. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere, and fast, attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal and the bartender as well. They're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 31st Street. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, the Funky Zebras Club, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Tack and Western Wear. Hey, it's me, the donkey emoji. I just want to say, if you're texting and driving, you're acting like a jack. Put down the phone, focus on the road, and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is your local animal shelter. When you give to the ARL, you're providing much-needed care, shelter, and love to Iowa's animals who have nowhere else to turn. This holiday season, consider giving to animals who want nothing more than to find their forever home. The need is now. The need is local. Please donate today at givearl.org. That's givearl.org. Thank you. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago. 
Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself, noon to two, Monday through Friday. Talking local sports with you. Land at 10, Scott Dockerman going to join us. Bama Bob, before we get out of here at two right now, he's Scott Dockerman. He penned that piece at Land of Ten on the Hawkeye portion of the, the website. Big-ass turkey legs gobbles up Iowa customers along Melrose Avenue. Doc, I got to be honest with you. Um, when, I, when I clicked on it, as I do all of your stuff, I didn't know what to expect. It was a well-written article. Makes me want to try one, Doc. I've never had one before. What was the impetus uh, behind uh, writing about big-ass turkey legs? How are you, Scott Dockerman? Hey, I'm doing great, Ken. And you know what? It's you know, it's one of those fun things that happens, um, you know, on game day. I mean, sometimes we get just so, our nose pressed so hard into the game that you forget that the reason why people are there, you know, and at every stadium in the country is for the experience, you know, because you can't guarantee the result, but you can try to guarantee a good time. Excellent so, point. Uh, you know, outside, that that has had uh, a reputation for so many years, big-ass turkey legs that, I, you know, I wanted to explore it a little bit more and, and, uh, you know, I've seen them, I've had them before, and, and so then I just decided, you know, let's do a story about this. And it's it's different now without Chuck Ford, who was, you know, he had like this bombastic personality. You know, he, he'd uh, kind of holler at people and talk to people as they walked by. Now it's a little more sedate, but still every bit is interesting. And I just happened to be there when two guys from Singapore <laughs> were walking by and were intrigued by it. Yeah, I remember it well. My first time in the late 80s walking up to Kinnick and from blocks away as we were making our way from over by the river, you could hear that voice. <laughs> Get your big-ass turkey legs. And it's different, but, boy, they're still good. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely good. And, you know, and then there's all kinds of great places on there. You know, the pork producers from the different counties and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's a lot better, I think, outside the stadium than inside. But uh, that said, it's, uh, you know, it's just part of the atmosphere that makes, you know, game day at different places so wonderful. And, you know, and this is the last home one for Iowa yep. this year. No doubt about it. Scott, uh, we'll get the football and basketball in a second. Just received kind of an interesting tweet, and it dawned on me throughout this whole UCLA-China uh, thing uh, with the players, etc. The one guy that, and maybe maybe he was heard from, uh, I didn't hear a peep out of Steve Alford through the whole back and forth, you know, the jail time, the uh, house arrest, if you will, at the five-star hotel, leaving the players being left over in China, the whole uh, UCLA, fly, the team flying home. I didn't hear a peep from Steve Alford. That's really un-Alford-like when I think about it. Um, I'm sure you followed the story, you're familiar with the story, but Steve Alford... I don't think he was quoted in anything I read or certainly anything I saw or heard. Yeah, that is unusual for him. And, you know, maybe he learned his lesson after, uh, you know, sticking his foot in his mouth so many different times. Good point. And especially here in Iowa, you know, over the years. So, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it, it's a dangerous situation. I mean, first of all, when you break the law anywhere, you know, you, you deserve the consequences that come along with it. But when you do it in a different country and, 
and especially one you know halfway around the world. I mean, that's a dangerous situation. So I can't imagine that Steve was very proud of the situation that his players got into. And I'm I'm sure you know whether it's legal counsel at UCLA or whatever encouraged him to not say anything rather than have to backtrack or or make things worse. Well, it appears over in Iowa City they got the coach certainly that they wanted. There was a little bit of a hiccup in between. We won't talk about those years. <laughs> yeah. But Fran McCaffrey, year number eight, couple games in, a couple of, well, easy victories as you'd expect. One more on the horizon tomorrow before they make their way down to the Cayman Islands Classic. And though Cincinnati sits on the other side of the bracket, that's the team most people are talking about, maybe a chance to see some decent, decent mid-major teams. Uh, let's start with the injury front Connor McCaffrey, is he going to be good to go? Well, we'll find out in a little bit. I mean, we do meet with Fran in about, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. And I think he'll be, uh, it sounds like he'll be good to go. What he was, what uh, Fran said on Friday was, you know, that doubtful for Sunday, but probably for Thursday. So I think they need him. Um, they're going to need him definitely throughout the course of the season. You don't want to, and I, I think even right now, you don't want to give Jordan Bohanna too many minutes, right. but you know, in his in his stead, uh, you know, Macy Daly has has had a couple of nice games for Iowa. Now, granted, this competition's not very good, and it's in fact it's beneath what I think Iowa should do unless they're required to. But I just think, uh, but I I think Connor McCaffrey will be a really good um, addition to this team, and and I, I think he's probably in the 15 minute range once he gets healthy. You know, play some at the point, and then you know sometimes I think he and Jordan Bohannon will work together. Uh, you know, which they haven't done since their AAU t- days back in the, oh, what, probably about eight or nine years ago. So, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be an important addition to this team. You know, Doc, I want to ask you this because it, it seems outside the borders of Iowa um, that the Hawkeyes don't get the love uh, as far as their, where this season is going to end the like like they like they are inside the borders i mean we think i think i can speak for most of the media members or whether you write or whether you talk or whether you know you blog or whatever most feel that this is attorney team yet some of the national voices in college basketball i don't know and hesitance not the word but they're not there yet with iowa what do we see that we might be wrong on this iowa team and the national media might end up being right because i think that now i'm not speaking for everybody here I certainly think that most feel that this team is NCAA tournament bound. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, recruiting, and, and, and even though Iowa got its probably its best recruit ever this year in Joe Wieskamp, he'd been committed to Iowa for three years, and and uh, you know sometimes the flashy stars are like catnip at the national level, and um, you know with with Iowa, you know part of it is the way their seasons have ended. You know, I mean, when a couple of years ago when they ranked third in the country and then they fall from. Ten and one in the Big Ten, Big Ten to twelve and six, and then they flame out in the Big Ten tournament as they always do, and you know they get yeah. crushed in the tournament. That it just, they just don't get the benefit of the doubt necessarily. I mean, if they could turn the tide on that, if they could you know win a Big Ten tournament, if they could finish strong in a season, if they could get to the Sweet Sixteen, then I think they'll get more respect at least at, you know going into the season. And because they do return a ton of players, uh, you know they, they were ten and eight last year in the Big Ten, which. I mean, a lot of the love for Northwestern and, and, you know, Minnesota, for instance. I mean, let's face it, you know, Northwestern and Iowa had the same record. Minnesota had one more win than Iowa, and that was, uh, you know, kind of controversial, at least around here. There's not a lot of difference there between the teams. It's just those teams made the tournament and Iowa didn't. And I, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. 
So uh, for this Hawkeye squad, we've seen Isaiah Moss come out. He's played pretty well. Luca Garza, though, uh, a freshman that has come in on a deep front court, got minutes right away, got a starting position. For people that haven't been able to see him yet, Doc, with the streaming capabilities out there, BTN+, Plus, tell us a little more about Luca Garza. And sounds like really making a difference, not just offensively, but also on the defensive end. I, yeah, he gives you a different presence, one that you had sort of with, with Woodbury. He's probably a better offensive player. Uh, I don't know that there will be many better defensive players than Woodbury. But, I mean, you know, he, he, he alters shots, and he forces players to, to think about going the lane. And, and, again, you know, he's had two really good games. I mean, 16 points in the opener and a double-double the other day. Uh, you know, but that was, he was dominant against subpar competition. So I want to see how he handles legitimate centers of, you know, power five level schools or, or good schools or even mediocre, mediocre schools uh, to see just kind of what kind of player Iowa has. I think he's going to be really good. And I think he's, you know, very fundamentally sound, you know, but, you know, just what, what can he do against, you know, Big Ten competition? We just don't know right now. So I do think that they are much improved in the post with him. Jack Nungy does play more of a, a wing position, but he's uh, certainly you know athletic and and can and looks the part. And and then you look at the uh, other guys, uh, Cordell Pemsel and uh, Tyler Cook. So I, I think their post play will be much improved. And I think Luca Garza is a big part of that. Interesting. Uh, Scott Dockerman, Landon Ten is our guest. Uh, Doc, let's switch over to football. Uh, and this Purdue team is. Um... It's kind of a head-scratcher to me. I've been impressed with them at various points during this season. I think some of the, a couple of their wins, even the win over Ohio, certainly the win over Missouri, we saw them play very tough against uh, against uh, Louisville rather early in the year. Nice win over the Gophers. Should have beaten Nebraska. I thought they had him beat. Maybe gave Wisconsin as tough a game as anybody in the Big Ten has given whiskey so far this year. And that game was in Madison. Blau is out. Sindelar's certainly every bit uh, as good, I think, as a replacement quarterback. This produced kind of a... It's hard to get a, a, a grasp on this team from where I sit, Doc, because as I've said, I've been high on this team at various times throughout the year. They're not very... Well, your thoughts on, on Purdue. Is this... Um, most Hawkeye fans have this one in the win column. Should they kind of tap the brakes a little bit? Yeah, they should. I mean, this is a this is a pretty good team. I mean, it's not a great team. It's a team that can beat you, which they could. That was not the case in the last couple of years. I mean, this is a a team that's got some talent. They've got deficiencies. I think, uh, on, especially on offense, at certain positions, you know, the line and and what have you. I think they're about a year or two away from really being a complete football team, but. You know, where I saw the most strides out of this team is defense. I mean, they went from, you know, they gave up 38 points a game, you know, just 240 yards rushing, 35 rushing touchdowns last year. And now the, those categories are just completely chopped. I mean, you know, they've only given up, uh, you know, 19 points a game. And, and, you know, they're at, you know, 3.7 yards per carry rather than 5.2. So there's just so many different um, improvements they made on that side of the ball. And then you look at, on the offense with Jeff Brom and the way he's been able to, to make it work, they're just not quite good enough to get over the hump against some good teams. And as we saw, you know, one-point loss to Nebraska, two-point loss to Rutgers. Um, you know, they're close against Louisville. You know, they, you know, a punt return kind of altered the game last week. So, so they're right there with everybody. And that's why I think it's really concerning for Iowa is that this team can stop the run. And then if you make Iowa one-dimensional, how will Iowa handle that? 
And uh, if if it, if Iowa can't run the ball effectively, then you're looking at a fairly even matchup. And if you make a mistake or, you know, heck, if Purdue's it's 17-17 or 14-14 late in the third quarter, Purdue's going to feel pretty good about itself, you know, being on the road at, at Kinnick Stadium and maybe be, being able to pull out a win. So, yeah, I would I would tamp the brakes. I think Iowa is the better team, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But I think it's, this, this, is a lose, this is a losable game, no doubt about it. Doc, we'll let you run with this. Uh, back to a week ago, uh, Wisconsin, that 3-4 defense. Now, I was seeing three fours in the past, but the way the Badgers play it is, uh, well, they're really good. They're, there's no doubt we saw that on Saturday. With that game looming early in the season next September, late in September, conference game number one, is it time for Iowa to reevaluate how they attack that Badger 3-4? Well, they, they absolutely need to spend this offseason figuring out what mm. to do against it. And that's uh, you know, a couple of years ago in 2015, Brian Ferentz went to play. You know, he went to Oregon. Uh, you know, they sent LeVar Woods to Florida State. You know, to learn different things about their positions and see that. what they can come up. They got to do the same thing. And this might be on the NFL level mm-hmm. because their 3 4 is probably more like, uh, say, Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, 3 4 zone blitz with Dick LeBeau than it is, you know, anything you see in college football. It's so distracting and. And difficult to defend, and when you have two freshman tackles, they were just very disruptive. And and really, and then the other player was the nose guard was was terrific in that game. So Iowa does need to figure this out because if you want to look at reality in the face, Wisconsin's the team to beat every year now in the West. So you've got to figure out a way to beat Wisconsin, which means beat that three four. Because the last three years, Iowa has not gained more than two hundred forty yards against the three four. And, you know, one of them was a win. It was a 10-6 to win two years ago, but it wasn't a very pretty one. And Iowa does need to, to do something different. Or otherwise, yeah, you might be able to pull out one of these once every three or four years, but that's not palatable for what Iowa wants out of its rivalry with Wisconsin. Scott Dockerman, Land the Ten, joins us as we uh, catch up on the Hawks with Doc. Thank you, Scott Dockerman. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next All week. Right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yep, we appreciate having you on. Scott Dockerman. Big-ass turkey legs, one of his uh, columns today or one of his pieces. The other one, we probably should have gone into it, but we know why I will play two Big Ten basketball games in early December because of the Big Ten tournament that has been moved up. Eh, I, look, I'm, I'm kind of I'm torn, right? I'm glad that there's conference play in December. Yeah. The fact that the Big Ten tournament's going to be over before everything else, I mean, that's, we're used to Big Ten tournament. Selection Sunday. Right. You know, that's, it's the announcement show. So. It'll take over a little bit, maybe, of the excitement of the MVC. Unless yeah, you and I's good. Yeah. Unless you and I's good. Right. The Big Ten will rule the day. I was got to find a way to win a game. Five straight years Great they've been knocked point. off by Doc a double-digit seed. Yep. Can't, can't allow that to happen. I was there, when was I there, two years ago for Illinois? Was it two years, yeah, three years yeah. ago now? Uh, time flies, uh, as it is, and continues to do so as we get to Bama Bob a little bit late. So we'll go to break. We come back. College football conversation. Bama Bob joins us next. Uh, Trent and I continue until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. I have a very important announcement to make. There's no party. Jeff and I are having a baby. Like a dynasty party. Let's get charged up. It's time to get a little crazy. You have everything. I have nothing. Get out and go! She needs help. This woman is unhinged. It's settled. She's staying with us. And make some bad decisions. It's a terrible idea. Dynasty, right after Riverdale. All new tonight, only on The CW. The drama is on CW Iowa 23. Don't miss Dynasty, tonight at 8. At the Home Depot, we take pros seriously, and we take care of business together. With the brand names Pros Trust, we'll set you up for success and put the best savings on the shelves, like the Makita Lithium-Ion 7-Tool Cordless Kit, a special buy at $3.99, the lowest price of the year. Now's the time to load up and get everything you need for your next big job. Pro Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Price is valid November 13th through 29th. Available in-store and online while supplies last. Get a head start on Black Friday at JCPenney. Up to 40% off major appliances from your favorite brands. Plus, buy more, save more. Get up to a $500 Visa prepaid card. Plus, get up to 36 months special financing through November 29th. Hurry in. These Black Friday deals can't be beat. JCPenney. Available in select stores. Visa prepaid card offer valid on major appliances purchased 11 through 1129 starting at 398 or more per appliance, excluding accessories. Financing terms valid through 1129 must request at time of purchase. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. Some restrictions and exclusions apply. See store associate for details. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and DC. It's been a pleasure to be on with two of the finest gentlemen, the guru. I love Jim Branson. Trent, you do a wonderful job. The whole package I never give you enough credit, but I want to give you some credit. Uh, go back to the bar now where you just watch oh. out. <laughs> Check in the mail, Jeff. Hey, guys. Love the show. Love having some local talk over the noon hour. Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBG. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. 
You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Final segment here on a Wednesday. Trent and I back tomorrow. We are off on Friday. No show Friday. We've got high school football championship action from the Unidome. Trent Conan will be on the mic. He's got the uh, 1A and the 4A games, and you can hear them both right here on 1700 KBGG. Right now, let's get the Bama Bob as we uh, go back to the college football playoff rankings from yesterday. Take a look at ahead uh, to a, a couple of games, not a real good slate of football games. Bama, lots of ground to cover with you, and let's get right to it. Yeah, the Jeff Long thing first of all welcome as always uh the jeff long uh out in arkansas if bielema had a chance to survive that probably uh is no longer the case you know we had a, a guest on yesterday bama tim griffin who covers uh, the big 12 thought bielema to k-state where if you recall uh that's where he you know he was a, he was a coordinator there it was his first coordinator job way back where 15 years ago he wasn't there very long uh, if indeed Bill Snyder does walk away, it kind of makes some sense. You can connect the dots there, but clearly out in Arkansas, Bama. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he, listen, he's his best friend right now. He's got 15 million reasons why he might not be, you know, why he might survive this. But I, even so, I still can't see it because that's his reported buyout. Now, it may be that Arkansas, I think if you wait till after the season, that's probably going to drop by whatever. Uh, you know his salary is this year, so maybe it drops down. You know, saves him three or four million by waiting, but he's he's got to be out. I mean, he just hasn't got it done there. It was kind of an odd. It made some sense, you know, to to lure a guy from Wisconsin uh, down to Arkansas. He wasn't the first choice, uh, you know, after Petrino got in all his trouble. But you know, Kansas State makes some sense. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he he has a proven track record at Wisconsin. It's just where he was at. Uh, you, you can't recruit enough talent in state, obviously in Arkansas, to compete in the mm-hmm. SEC. And um, you know he's going up against Texas, you know, or recruiting Texas. But you know that's just such a hotbed with uh, you know A and M and the University of Texas and TCU and Louisiana State and everybody else. So would make some sense to me uh, the Kansas State thing if, if he's interested. Um, and it probably wouldn't be a bad hire. But yeah, I. Very hard to see how he survives this when the guy that hires you gets fired. Kansas State, if that job comes open, and there's a lot of people that are very tepid about you know, being able to hand off the reins from Bill Snyder to his son, Bielema back to a place where he began his coaching career, Kansas State, makes sense to you? Yeah, it does. Um, I think so. And you're right. The, the whole the whole passing it off to your son thing, I mean, to me, that's just one of those, uh, I mean, you got to be really careful with that. I know the guy is, listen, he's put that school on the map twice. Yep. I mean, I mean, from absolutely nothing 
to uh, you think Kansas has been bad. Kansas State was worse for about what thirty years. I mean, they were just terrible, and he has brought that program back to life twice. You know, they named the stadium after him. Uh, you know, he'll go down. You know, whatever he wants, basically mm-hmm. off the field. I think he is entitled to. I'm not sure he is entitled to name his successor. And if 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 you want to go that route. You know, it puts the administration in a really tricky position, too, because if he says, hey, you know, I don't get, maybe I'll just stay around another year. Well, maybe they don't want him to. I mean, listen, we've seen it with Bowden. We saw it with Paterno post, you know, pre-scandal with Paterno. Uh, We saw it with Beamer at Virginia Tech. These legendary coaches, sometimes they don't know when to step away. It's hard for them to. Snyder, to me, it would seem like could let go maybe a little easier than than the other two could. Uh, But you know, I don't know that you get the opportunity, nor should you necessarily, when it comes, if you're going to leave, then you leave, we thank you, you can be an ambassador for the university if you want, we, we find a role for you, but you don't get to have a say in who replaces you, particularly if it is your son. I mean, that is a that is something that has to be done by the athletic director and the, and the university president, because, you know, he's going to be probably the highest paid employee on campus. Uh, maybe outside the basketball coach, who knows at Kansas State, but um, it's a tricky spot. It always is, and you hate. I hope it doesn't get ugly. I hope it's clean. If he wants to walk away, I hope he he gets what he, you know, the send off he deserves, and there's no controversy or ugliness surrounding it because he's des- he deserves he deserves to be treated with respect, not only for what he's done on the field, but for the type of person he is as well. Never a hint, never a hint of problems at Kansas State during his tenure. Mm, fair point. Uh, Bama Bob is our guest. Bama to the college football playoff rankings that uh, were unveiled third time last uh, night uh, in the middle of the uh, Champions Classic, which was really good basketball. It uh, was. You know, Alabama, the number one team in the country. Let's so save the rankings for a second. Just as an aside, do you think right now, after 10 weeks, that Alabama is the best team in the country? I think, Ken, I think you can make an argument with them and maybe three or four others. I don't, they're not a clear number one team, and it's really due to the injuries. We talked about right. it Monday. Jalen Hurts, a quarterback, gives you a chance to win every game. I mean, he's proven it over and over. He proved it again Saturday night. They don't win that game without him. They have just been absolutely decimated by injuries, and I know nobody wants to hear Alabama fans or anybody else whining about injuries the way, they could, the way that they recruit and everything, but the bottom line is they have lost five of their starting linebackers, if you will, because they lost all four that started the season. Uh, and they've lost another one that came in to replace one of those guys. And like you see, you, you just can't replace the experience. I thought it was a great column today on ESPN.com that, you know, yeah, Dylan Moses is going to be a great player, okay, but he can't outrun experience, you know, and you just – you either have it or you don't, and they've lost the signal caller on defense when Hamilton went down, and it showed against Mississippi State, and they've got really two weeks to get it fixed before they go into Jordan-Hare Stadium because Auburn will take advantage of it. They can throw it. We know they can run it with on Johnson. Um, I think they will have a chance to get it cleaned up and you know simplify it, whatever you want to call it, um, however, however, Nick Saban and Jeremy Pruitt are going are to tackle it. They, they've, they've got a little while to do it. But the bottom line is the talent level has dropped and the experience is almost nil. And to, to ask them to go into a place like Jordan-Hare Stadium and then beat Georgia in an SEC championship game, 
and then, oh, by the way, if the rankings hold the way they are now, go play Baker Mayfield in the semifinal. And then, oh, I mean, it's just it's a really, really tough ask. And they're going to have to, I think, rely more on their offense than they than they will their defense, than they have uh, more in the past. And they got a guy that's pulling the trigger that, you know, you never know whether he's ahead or behind. And you love that about him. But they're among the best teams, Kenny, but they're, they're clearly no clear-cut favorite to pull this off. Wisconsin-Michigan. First to thirteen, seventeen. How many is it going to take to win this one? Uh, maybe the first to three turnover, force three turnovers wins. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're just they're. You know, here, here's the thing about Michigan. I mean, they they have they've just been so out of the national consciousness. Really, they really since, have. Uh, you know, they started the, the year with a win over Florida, but you get all excited, and and you know, then they lose to Michigan State, and then they get blown out by Penn State, and everybody's like, you know, they've just fallen off the map. Here's the thing, guys, and I don't think they, I don't think they'll win both, and I'm not sure they can win either. But if they pull these next two off, mm-hmm. they're going to knock the Big Ten out of the playoffs mm-hmm. because I don't think, I don't think Wisconsin can get in with a loss, especially if they're up against a one loss, say Alabama. Even if Alabama were to lose to Auburn. You're going to pick you know, one loss Alabama, one loss Wisconsin. And, of course, if Michigan beats Ohio State, that's three losses for them. So see you later there. Um, I don't think Michigan, just from looking at the standings and the tiebreaker, I don't think they can get into the Big Ten championship game. So they're not going to have a chance to redeem that. So, I mean, they got for everything that, that they just dropped off the map here lately, um, you know, they've got a chance. But that said, I mean, it's going to be – they do get Ohio State at their place. Uh, but going to Madison, this this is look. We doubted Wisconsin, we doubted Miami, okay. And what have they done? Two back-to-back home wins, okay. Well, we doubted Wisconsin. They knocked off Iowa last week at home. Now they get, you know, a Michigan team at home, and that's going to, you know, say what you want about Michigan. It's still Michigan. They're not sitting there at three and eight. You know, they're at eight and two or whatever they're sitting at. I believe eight and, and two. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, that's a good win, even though they're only ranked twenty-fourth. That's a good win, name opponent, you know, chance to make an impression on the committee, uh, chance to keep yourself up in the in the conversation, certainly, uh, because I th- you got to think they're going to win their last game, although I th- it was at Minnesota, I think. That, that could get a little tricky. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's funny how Michigan has just not been heard of for several weeks, and yet they're going to make, just like Auburn we talked about, was going to have a say in it. And they made a lot of noise. They made a loud statement last week. Michigan can make a loud statement this week by knocking off the Badgers. Don't think it'll happen, uh, especially in Madison. But you know, f- crazier things have happened this year. That's for sure. Yeah, I could certainly see a split, uh, Bama. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, Bama yeah. Bob is our guest talking college football. Uh, Bama, let's. Um, Miami's a team, and now run this uh, this theory by and see if you subscribe or not. It, it was floated around a lot last night that you know Miami off those two just huge, huge wins, uh, mm-hmm. knocking off Virginia Tech, and then having Notre Dame come to your stadium and all the history amongst those two schools and the games that they have played, and they've been you know some of them have been classics. Right. And then and those are night games, and now they play. You know the earliest time slot, noon Eastern, uh, against a Virginia team who, admittedly, is better this year than than most thought that they right. were going to be. But there's the letdown theory that a lot of um, people that follow the sport very closely, bet on the sport, uh, think might be in play this week. That Miami might let down just because of the circumstances on the la- over the last couple of weeks. You buy into that? Miami's got so much to play for now. 
any letdown can Virginia pick them off? Uh, I'm buying into the letdown, Kim, because it's just natural. It's human nature. Okay, you've had two major primetime wins the last two weeks at home, and culminating in what was, you know, just a thumping of Notre Dame in primetime with Herb Street and everybody else there uh, last week. So it's it's a natural inclination. This game is not going to have the juice that either one of those did. Okay. I think this is a team that feeds a lot off their home crowd. That place was rocking Saturday night. It was great to see. It's not going to be the same environment. Um, Virginia, listen, Virginia's got to go in there with, with an us against the world. Hey, nobody's giving us a chance thing. That said, Miami should win on talent alone. Should, okay, win on talent because they are more talented. As far as point spread goes, yeah, maybe this one could be close. I tell you, if Miami comes in and rolls them 47-10 to 10, like they did Notre Dame, I'll be really impressed. Mm-hmm. I think this one could get a little, you know, it could get a little testy, could get a little nervy. you, you got to like Miami at home. I tell you the game, if I'm Miami fans, I'm maybe worried about is the next week they yeah. go to Pitt. That's not, again, you know, NFL Stadium going to be a third full who knows about the weather? Could be cold, could be snowy. Night. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. Night game, you know it's going to be cold um, up there. You don't know what the weather could be like. It, it's just, it's you know, that's one. Pitt's not a, they're a mediocre team at best, but that's one that you, we've seen crazier things happen on Friday nights. Um, again, everything to play for. Looking forward to Clemson the next week, you know, uh, if they get by Virginia this week because they've already got the date with Clemson set. That's going to be a challenge to me uh, for Mark Rick. He, I think he would understand there's going to naturally be a letdown this week. He, there's no way you can keep up the same emotion and intensity. You're not going to have the environment that you had Saturday. So you're going to have to somehow, some way get through this game. To me, Pitt is the one that if you're looking for a stumbling block prior to Clemson, that to me is the one you got to look out for. Last thing for you, Bama. You know, you look at the rankings and the matchups that it would be. We know there's a lot of season to play out. But would that be best-case scenario for college football to get it in the order that it is, get Alabama, Oklahoma, get the U against Clemson? Now, we know it can't happen, but maybe come up with your best four, your best four and the best matchups in that semifinal. You know, guys, I tell you, it's funny because I think we're going to get two great matchups. We're going to basically have essentially two quarterfinals, uh, you know, next in, in one next week uh, with Alabama-Auburn. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, I think the Clemson-Miami game is yep. an elimination game as well. So you want to knock one of those, let's say, you know, somehow Alabama survives and, and somehow Clemson survives. Well, now you got Oklahoma. Who's the next, who's the next team in? Um, you know, I think the top three would be clear. I don't know who the next team would be. Is it Ohio State? Is it an undefeated Wisconsin? To me, Wisconsin, you know, reeks a lot like Michigan State did a couple years ago when Alabama stumped them in the in the first semifinal. Um, I don't know who the best four would be. I really don't. And the, the I guess we're going to get two of the four in the ACC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, you know, if Auburn – you know, wins and sneaks in, you know, can Alabama stay in the playoff? I, I doubt it um, because Auburn would have had to beat them. I think Alabama, maybe if they lose close to Georgia, you could get Alabama-Georgia in there. I mean, who knows? Um, I, I think those top three, you know, 
Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. I don't know who the fourth one is. I really don't. Probably Ohio State, maybe just on name recognition and potential. Um, what we don't want is I don't think anybody wants an Oklahoma-Ohio State rematch in the semifinals. I think if you wanted to do that, you would somehow have to pair. That's going to be the tricky thing. You have to pair them mm-hmm. opposite one another so you don't get the rematch in the semifinal. Uh, if you get it in the final, fine. That's the way it works out. But um, I don't know. I don't know who that fourth team in would be right now because I don't think Clemson and Miami are going to survive it. Bama, great stuff. We will uh, talk to you on Monday. Uh, look forward to it. Enjoy this weekend in college football. We will get back with you on Monday. Thank you, Bama Bob. All right, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, listen, uh, you guys do a great job. You know, I started up there with the high school stuff, and I remember the Unidome and uh, Trino do a great job. And I, I am, that that was a lot of fun. It's been 14 years since I was, or 17 years, mm-hmm. I guess, since I was up there. But uh, a lot of fun. Love Iowa high school football. So go out and support them. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Thank you, Bama. All right, take care, guys. Yep, good to talk to you. Uh, Bama Bob talking college football, a little high school plug at the yeah. end. Yeah. So Bama kind of cut his teeth. He was doing the high school stuff. If I could make my matchup, dream matchup. Your, your top four? You're, you're doing the semifinals? This is what I would love to see. Okay, Alabama, Ohio State. Alabama, one Ohio four. State. Okay. Miami. Oklahoma? Hmm. Oklahoma. Yeah. I think that'd be my four. I think Miami's going to be Clemson, Trent. You do. I do. I do. Is Kelly Bryant going to be healthy at that point? Uh, I'm not sure it matters. Probably not. I just, this Miami defense impressed the you-know-what out of me. They're fast. Yes, they are. Now, Clemson is built different. But still, that Notre Dame Clem- offensive line. They they were really good. And they, yeah. got, they got manhandled in both si- on both sides. Right. The trenches belong to Miami. That's why I thought Notre Dame was going to win the football game. And there was no Warren Sapp in there. No. You know, there, there isn't guys that we saw in the past with the U. This is an undersized mm-hmm. defensive line, but boy, are they fast. Yeah, no you're exactly right. Speaking of fast, the show's gone by fast. We're out of here. Our final show of the week is tomorrow. Trent Scott High School football on uh, Friday, the 1A and the 4A state championship games. They play here on 1700 KBGG. Real quick, you and Jimmy B today, 4-6, to six, what do you got? We'll be talking with Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation in his Wednesday spot. Mitch Sherman will be by. We'll take a look at the Big 12 and Cody Peck on the Cyclones. All to come from BC to buy. Good stuff. We're out of here. We're back tomorrow at noon. We're here Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage 
encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, Big O Tires, Omgars, and Brick Street Market and By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football. Tyree Kill takes it at the 5. San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes. He's at the 25-30. They blocked the putter. The cheat is gone. They can't get to him. Tyree Kill stays on the right boundary. 10-5. Touchdown. Kansas City! The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins myself, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller each Thursday at 140 on your home for Chiefs football, 1700 KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you... 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. Keep you in the know. News, sports, and...